Hi again, folks, and welcome back to NTI's Japan Real Estate Property Investment Podcast. Very happy holiday season to you. We hope you're keeping um, nice and warm, or if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, well hydrated and um, safe from the scorching sun, if you're in Australia or anywhere else where it's actually summer now. In the spirit of the holiday season, we thought it would be nice to talk about giving, and in the context of property investment, about the ways in which we, as investors, and more specifically, investors in Japan's real estate market can put our investment funds to work towards helping the environment, the communities that we're invested in, or even more generally, just give a hand to the co-inhabitants of this beautiful planet, which we call home. So one of the simplest ways is, of course, to choose and work with companies which are environmentally and socially aware. This isn't always possible, unfortunately, but when we've got the option and we need to choose between a few service or product providers, and if the numbers make sense, we can review the company profile or ask them a few simple, straightforward questions, which can help us identify those companies who are actively taking any kind of action, however small, towards making the world a better place, or at least companies that are aware and are actively trying to minimize their environmental footprint. So take ourselves as an example, and we're definitely not the only ones. We here at NTI try to be as paperless as possible, for instance. We don't make unnecessary copies and prints if we can help it, which is not always an easy task since Japan is unfortunately a bit behind on the times on this front, and they still suffer from a very heavy addiction to paper. But simple things like scanning and electronically filing documents before posting the originals to clients instead of reprinting, copying, and physically storing them, these things can make a big difference. We also substituted the traditional New Year's gifts and knickknacks that we used to send to clients with a bulk donation that we make on their behalf. So instead of sending our customers yet another coaster set or engraved pen, etc. every year, we now email them with a nice thank you note and attach the profile of a rotating charity that we choose every year. That charity then receives a donation from us on behalf of the company and its clients for the amount that it would have cost us to produce that little plastic or wooden trinket that they get from us um, or most other companies they're doing business with, plus a bit extra. From the feedback that we've been receiving, it seems the gesture is appreciated and we certainly haven't gotten any complaints from anyone lamenting not having received their annual calendar or mug, etc. Plus, it helps us highlight a cause and raise awareness for many organizations which could use the help and may have not been otherwise known to as many people. So this year, for instance, we chose DOW, Doctors of the World. These guys do amazing work for communities in need of medical and mental support worldwide. They've been running a Tokyo project since 2010, helping Tokyo's homeless receive the aid that they need which again is not simple in Japan since over 60% of these people suffer from various mental or physical conditions that simply do not enable them to go through the processes and jump through the many hoops that they're required to by government agencies just to get access to the support that is available to them in theory. The fact that the general public stigma towards these people which mistakenly assumes that they've chosen the life they're living doesn't make things easier as well. So the project also aims to educate and inform the general population about the reality of these people's lives. Now, other things that you as investors can do uh, that are more specifically tied into real estate property investment is to invest in or work with companies that deal specifically in areas that are beneficial to the environment. 
for example, various companies and funds that promote the use of or invest in renewable energy products. We've spoken about this here in the past when we covered Japan's tech innovations and how uh, they tie into the property sector. We mentioned the Z, the Zero Emissions Home, the Green Cities Global Initiative, rooftop solar panel installations, etc. There are also companies out there that promote the rejuvenation of small, otherwise dying communities in rural areas, companies that support the rebuilding of disaster-stricken areas like the Tohoku region in Japan, which was hit by that horrible tsunami back in 2011. The list is endless, really, and all it takes is an hour or so of online searches and a bit of reading, and you'll find a list of companies and investment vehicles that you can invest in that'll not only make you feel better with your funds allocation, but also turn a neat profit on par, in many cases even higher than more traditional investments. So I'd like to take this opportunity and highlight a project uh, in Kumamoto City that's run by one of our favorite realtor and property manager partners, Matsuo-san of Matsuo Fudo-san. He doesn't have English-speaking staff or resources, unfortunately, like most companies in Japan, but we're always happy to assist anyone who wants to work directly with him or through us. Matsuo-san was a social worker for many years before he became frustrated with his lack of ability to more effectively impact his local community. And so he decided to start his own real estate company. He now utilizes his many connections with local government divisions to actively invest in and promote projects which are really making a difference. So he actively seeks out investors and landlords who are open to housing various disabled and otherwise socially disadvantaged tenants. He buys old vacant buildings, renovates them, and then completely populates them with various welfare recipients, such as destitute pensioners, physically and mentally disabled folk, and so forth. Then he sells those buildings at a quite a large profit, or he keeps running them himself, which also generates high stable income. What not many people know is that here in Japan, at least, welfare recipients... Um, Rental expenses are directly funded by the government, which means that, A, you can often get higher rental yields if you choose to actively place these tenants because the government allocates a rental allowance for them that may be slightly higher than the average market rent, simply because many landlords refuse to take them on, which, again, is pure stigma and is not grounded in reality. These tenants are, in most cases, far more docile and stay longer uh, term than your average company employee or student who more likely than not will leave when they find a new job, get married or are relocated to another city by their companies. And B, these rents are practically guaranteed, either because the government pays them directly to the landlord in some cases, or because they condition the recipient's pension and welfare payments on the steady and timely payment of rent which means that if the tenant doesn't pay on time and the property manager reports this to City Hall, the recipient would stop getting those payments, which is something they depend on. So in the vast majority of cases, they would be very careful not to miss any of their rent payments. So just to hammer the point home and give you an example of a project that uh, Matsuo-san uh, recently highlighted for us, he's currently got two buildings for sale in Kumamoto City, These were built in 1982 and 1984, so they're up to the latest earthquake-resistant building standards. They're located right next to each other within seven and nine minutes walk to the nearest train station, so well within the comfort zone for any tenant. Two floor structures with six units each, plus a ground floor office. And these buildings are being used for the reintegration of ex-convicts, just first-time offenders, fairly light crimes, no rapists, murderers, etc., who are then released from prison and housed in these units for a few months or up to a year or two at a time. 
while they continue to receive guidance, counseling, and support in finding a job, applying for a new place to live, and generally restart their lives and rehabilitate themselves. The offices on the ground floor of the buildings are staffed by the nonprofit organization running the project, which of course is fully government funded. And this NPO is actually the one leasing those buildings from the landlord. So again, rent is guaranteed regardless of how many of the units are actually occupied at any given time. And this lease will continue for as long as the NPO and the project are in operation, which doesn't have a time limit at this point, since it's been doing very well, generating excellent returns and really seems to be helping people. Now, on the investment and financial side, these two buildings need to be purchased as a package deal. You can't buy just one of them. And the price tag for both of them together is only 27 million yen, which is about 245,000 US dollars, which again gets you two whole buildings with 12 residential and two commercial units and a total land parcel of about 300 square meters, all of which you can reutilize for any purpose at any time, of course, in one of Japan's most popular cities. We've covered Komamoto here in the past when we did another deal analysis on a small residential unit. It's Western Japan's main rural tourism hub. It's the gateway to all of the wonderful onsens, the natural volcanic hot spring resorts that dot the mountainside in Kyushu, which is Japan's western landmass. Komamoto has a huge solar farm in the same prefecture, which has done wonders for the local economy, and also has one of the country's most beautiful castles, which also draws a huge amount of tourists to the city every year. That castle was unfortunately damaged in a large earthquake in 2016, but it is currently being restored to as close uh, to its original condition as possible. Now, how about returns on this project? One of the buildings generates 7.7 net pre-tax. The other one generates about 9% in annual net pre-tax returns. That's an annual return of about 29,000 US dollars before tax including all of your purchase and running costs on your $245,000 investment. So not bad at all. Actually higher than almost all residential buildings, uh, which we've seen in Kumamoto, or really in any other city in Japan that's as well-established and profitable as Kumamoto is. So to summarize, please do not assume that investment and social or environmental contribution are mutually exclusive. They are most certainly not. You can Google impact investing if you want to read more about the theoretical models that are available out there for anyone wishing to do some good and earn some money at the same time. It is more than possible. In fact, an ever-increasing investment trend that many of the world's biggest investors and investment firms are already actively pursuing for a few good decades. If any of you want more info on those two buildings or on any other project that Matsuo-san and his team are involved in, please do drop us a line. And if at all possible, we would highly recommend to try and be a bit more selective or at least aware of what the companies that you're invested in are doing as far as making our planet more sustainable, local communities more inclusive, just generally making the world a better place for our children and for their children after them. And if these companies are not doing that, don't let them get away with it. There are other companies out there that do. So there's no reason for you not to switch over to one of those or even better, convince those companies that you are working with to become one of those companies as well. That's it from us for today, folks. Hope you've enjoyed this uh, holiday-themed episode of our Japan Real Estate Property Investment Podcast. Do leave us a comment on whatever platform you may have found us. We'd love to hear your feedback, your questions, or just talk shop. 
We really appreciate your sharing of this episode and the podcast with your own networks and anyone who may find the content interesting. And above all, it would really, really mean the world to us if you could take a moment of your time and rate us. Leave us a rating on the iTunes store. If this isn't where you found us, all you need to do is Google Japan Real Estate Podcast and the link to the iTunes listing will be first or second on the results list. Leave us a rating, one for horrible, five for awesome, anything in between. It helps us improve and helps us reach more people who might benefit from what we do here at NTI. We hope to have you with us next year. We might take one week off next week. Hope you don't mind, but we'll be right back with more exciting content for you right after that. And until then, from all of us here, we wish you a happy holiday season and a fantastic, prosperous and peaceful new year. And as always, happy investing.